Hey, aloha everybody and welcome to the Jeff Reinbold Show. This is a big one, baby, because it is our first show of the new season. The NFL is back. The Lions and the Chiefs are about to tee it off and we're here to pick every game of the week and we're going to do that all year long, right? So I think you need to sit back, relax, and let me bring forth the man who is fast becoming the NFL authority on the Emerald Isle, Michael McQuaid. Welcome to the show, Mike. We're going to pick some winners tonight. NFL authority. Jeff, for people that are aware of this uh, happy season, happy Friday. We're going to put this out every Friday during the season for the crack. So the Lions are the Chiefs won last night. and We're too tired to record on a Friday morning, but we're here. We're in your ears, folks. Hope you enjoyed the first game if you stayed up and hope you enjoyed it even if right. it's All right. Now, let, wait a second now. We can still express our opinions. We can still make a pick. Absolutely. In spite of Travis Kelsey's late injury, which I think will probably hold him out of the game. I think if they're smart, they do anyway. But I'm going to say the Chiefs will beat the Lions at home, right? And what's your call for tonight's game? Well, I would say because it's going out on Friday that it's it's already over, but I'm going to guess that Chiefs, Chiefs minus seven and a half. Um, and I don't think like this, <laughs> the thing that really annoys me sometimes with the whole media aspect is like they're trying to make storylines out of like basically nothing. They have enough people there. Valdez Scanton, Sky Moore, they get the job done. Like Patrick, it's Patrick Mahomes, for God's sake. Chiefs will have won last night. And how funny will we look in someone's ears in their car going to work on a Friday morning and they lose. Let's let's right, let's just first off, right? We are so back. It's not even like we are back, man. We're back. You announced yesterday your 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 tour of Ireland. It's on sale to members now. It's on general sale on Sunday, 10 o'clock. But we're back and you know obviously slauncher with that there and uh we'll say no more. But let's let's because we've only got about 20 minutes, let's jump into these games on Sunday. Um some really interesting games in week one. Carolina going to Atlanta, Jeff. I mean, Atlanta looked like a team that with Bijan Robinson could really be, be an offensive threat. And I like what they've built there over the last couple of years, especially when they've had a lot of question marks, even last year. Don't know what to expect from Carolina, but I feel like the Falcons are going to get a done at home for me. So I'm going to say the Falcons. And please bless us with your opinions and thoughts on this game. Oh, I th- I'm going to say the Falcons. So I think it's going to be a real close game. I, I think that there was positive signs in Carolina during preseason. I think that, uh, you know, they still have a ways to go. You know, it's difficult when you when you come into a new program and you bring in all kinds of new guys and new quarterback and all of it. So I think that, you know, obviously Smith, Coach Smith is in a, in a better situation right now because he's had his team together. You know, they're kind of, you know, they know what the expectation level is. This is now second year into the program. So I'm going to go with Atlanta in a game, though, that I think is going to be very close. I'm really anxious to see B. John Robinson. I think he has a chance to get the amount of touches to be rookie of the year in the NFL. I think he's got the talent. I think he's got an offense that will get him the touches. And, uh, you know, I think he's going to be a superstar for the Falcons. Lift Battles rushed for the most yards by a rookie in his first game in 1932. Do you remember Cliff Battles then, Jeff? 144. Wait a second. Wait, wait a second. <laughs> what are you trying to say? I'm joking. I'm joking. 144 yards against the Bears on October the 30th, 
19. I don't think I don't think Bijan will rush for 144, but I would not be surprised to see him rush for over 100. And if he rushes for over 100, I think they'll have balance in that offense. It helps that young quarterback. And again, this is a this is a team that has been built to run the football, and I think Bijan's going to get a number of touches tonight. Rolling through, my man, rolling through. Texans at Ravens. I'm going to be quite simple here. You know, you look at an off season where Lamar gets the contract. All the hype goes into it. I just feel like home opener, Baltimore, Lamar balls out. OBJ is there as well. I'm going to say OBJ over 0.5 touchdowns. Lamar over 60 rushing yards on the day. Ravens win by two scores. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, you know, the thing with Lamar, I, I'd be surprised if he has over 60 yards rushing the football because I think the emphasis of the offense now is on showing his ability to throw the ball from the pocket. And that's where they, he's been – you know, it's been a challenge for them, and and that's where they they're going to have to do that to win in the playoffs. I think that they'll beat the Texans. I think the Texans are better. I think Demeco Ryan's is starting to get you know build the culture that he wants. They've got good young players, but they've got a ways to go before they're able to play with the you know team the level of the Ravens. Ravens, I think, are a playoff team. Mark Hogan has picked the Browns to win the AFC North. They entertain the Bengals week one. Joe Burrow expected to be fine. I'm intrigued to hear your thoughts in this matchup, Jeff. Who do you think is going to win as we roll through these games? Because like, it's that sort of squeaky bum time thing, as Alex Ferguson used to say. You you could see either team winning, but the biggest question mark for me is, what Deshaun are we going to get? Because everything else is grand for the Browns, as long as he can work. Well, I, I, that's that remains to be seen, and and you know what you've got in Cincinnati, and obviously Joe has not been he took no snap, snaps whatsoever whatsoever in preseason. He's had a challenge with his with his calf. I don't know. I've not seen the injury report. I don't know what story is there. If he's healthy, I would take Cincinnati. If he's not healthy, then I think that, that the Browns could upset them. The Browns are going to be a tough out for everybody. Look at that division, Mike. And I, I talked about this uh, on Sky with uh, Cameron Hogwood. When you look at that division, I think it would it's not un, in the unseeable future or it would be no fluke or whatever you want to say. It wouldn't surprise me to have a team in that division like Cincinnati not make the playoffs because you're going to be in a fist fight every week in that division. And so I think uh, it's critical – for both those teams to start off well, if it's if you're the Browns and you make you know if you're able to pull off the upset, it's a huge boost of confidence for you going forward. If you're the Bengals, it gets you you know you know it gets you on the road. Last year they struggled, were 0 and 2, and had to you know get hot down the stretch. So I think this is a huge game early in the season. But I'm taking Cincinnati if Joe Burrow plays. I'm going to take the Browns in this game. I feel like. The Bengals are going to come in a bit sketchy, but iffy. You're saying about Burrow not getting enough reps. I'll take the Browns in a close one, but the one that I'm really interested in, Jeff, is this is this game here. And I know you've been down on your boy, Jacksonville, going up to Indianapolis. And Jeff, you know the seasons back when Jim Irsay is tweeting, roof open, roof closed, 1 p.m., baby. I'm, man, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped for this weekend. Here's the crack for me, though. I said it on the podcast on Thursday. A guy called Justin Fields set the NFL single game regular season rushing record of 178 yards against Miami Dolphins not too long ago. No Jonathan Taylor. No. No problem, baby. No. Anthony Richardson's going to go 180 no. yards against no. the Jags and beat them on no. Sunday, man. Let me say it this way. Hell no. 
No. <laughs> All right. I, 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 this, it amazes me. Now I'm not saying the kid is unbelievably talented. Yes. Right. But do you know what? Those coaches in Jacksonville, they're not, I mean, they haven't been sleeping all training camp, right? You think they don't know they've got to keep that kid in the pocket and stop the run, right? I would be shocked if he rushes for 100 yards. I would be shocked. I think what you're going to see is Jacksonville is much better than Indianapolis. Now, you know, you you look at Trevor, the second year in his in Doug's offense, they have done an awful lot, I think, to 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 help him uh, defensively is going to be the key. How much better are they defensively? Because, you know, this is a team that is going to score some points, right? And this is a team that will be well-coached and disciplined and, you know, do all the little things well. The question will be, do they have enough playmakers on the defensive side of the ball? Uh, you know, and, and will we see, you know, the, the kind of, you know, turnover mentality defense that I think Jacksonville is going to need to develop to be an elite team. I think they're a better team. I'm not sure they're an elite team until their defense starts taking the ball away more. And so I'm going to say Jacksonville, um, and again, this is going to be when we start to really see what Anthony Richardson is because he's going to get the full metal jacket now because the defensive coordinators, you know, they're it ain't, preseason and it ain't you ain't evaluating players and you know you're playing more than four coverages and you know you're all, the whole package is going to come at him now we'll see how he does time will tell we're bouncing on this picks podcast with jeff reinbold and talking about picks at the time of recording jeff as per our sponsors it is sport the official bet partner of the nfl in ireland and uk i've come a long way with flex and different topics here i want to go and fit into it big shout out to them though minnesota Minus six and a half points on the handicap against Tampa Bay at home is, I haven't got the odds in front of me, but the odds are excellent. Surely this is too good to be true, Jack, because I can't see Baker Mayfield going into Minnesota and winning against the Vikings and Kirk Cousins. Really? Well, I, I think this is really an interesting spread, and I think it's really an interesting game because, you know, uh, the Tampa Bay is not the Tampa Bay of a couple of years ago you know, when they were winning the Super Bowl. This is a different Tampa Bay team. Now, some of the defensive parts of it are still around, and, and you know, they've lost some very, very good offensive linemen. Baker's going to have to shoulder a little more of the burden. I don't – I think six and a half is too big, uh, you know, especially on the road for Tampa Bay. So, I would – if I was betting the spread, I'd take Tampa Bay. You know, again, I think Tampa should win the game. But, again, they're going to have to – get enough stops they're going to have to make some plays on you know on defense uh against i think a really underrated minnesota viking offensive football team i'm going to take the vikings by 12 and a half points 13 points i, I know you say you can't win by half point jeff so I, I wanted to get that right there uh tennessee at new orleans is interesting because you know you've got the expectation around tennessee how can they build this year with a team which is a little bit itched in that sense. You've got um, a situation where you're bringing in DeAndre Hopkins as well. How is that going to work out? But more so, I think not enough respect being given on the other side of the ball to New Orleans. 
and Derek Carr. So I'm a really interesting game. Games in New Orleans are always always fun to watch. I know you were there last year, Jeff, with Ben and the team at touchdown trips, but um underrated game in my opinion. I think it'll be a close game. I think New Orleans will come out in top field goal. Well for for the NFL fans in Ireland, UK and everywhere where you're listening to this, if you ever get a chance, get to a game in New Orleans because a game in the Mercedes-Benz Dome, we used to call it the Superdome, is phenomenal. The noise is unbelievable. And the intensity and passion of the fans in New Orleans is outstanding. I I, I think this is going to be a really interesting game because uh, Derek Carr is seen now as the savior of that franchise in New Orleans. And I think this is a team that not very long ago was firmly in its Super Bowl window, still has a tremendous amount of good players on that football team. It's going to come that that the Saints will go as Derek Carr goes. They'll go as far as he can take them. I, I think, you know, it's hard for me to ever bet against uh, Mike Vrabel. I think Mike Vrabel is one of the most underrated coaches in the National Football League. I think they'll be tough. I think they'll be disciplined. And you hit on it when when you bring D Hop into that then into that room. Think about it. You're gonna have to play eight in the box to stop the run because their their running game is outstanding. And when you do that, you're gonna get single coverage outside. Now, is Lattimore gonna travel with him? I, I think that's gonna be one of the interesting things in this game. But I think that he's gonna shake loose for enough big plays uh, that I'm gonna take Tennessee on a road win, and that's a. I, you know that's a little bit of a reach, but I, I I just like Tennessee. I like I like Mike Rabel, and uh, you know I, any team that can run the ball with Derrick Henry has a chance. Let's roll through this one quickly before we look at the game that's on Sky this weekend: Arizona at Washington. Josh Dobbs just been announced when we're recording this podcast. He's expected to start for Arizona. I'm taking the Commanders to win this game, and for everyone in Washington to freak out and say, "Oh my God, we might have a team to only lose week two. And Arizona, I mean. Where do you Arizona, start? Arizona's not Arizona's not a very good football team right now. Now, again, what they will be, we will see. All right. But Josh Dobbs is a is a career backup. Love the kid. Josh Dobbs had a great career at Navy. Da, 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 da. All right. All, those, all that stuff. But it, it's just, this is the NFL. And he's not a starting quality quarterback in the National Football League. I think that that Washington is one of the teams that you can look at to maybe make a statement this year. I could see them winning. 10 games. I could also see him winning six games. I, you know, it just comes down to how Sam Howell, I think, is going to be a revelation in Washington. They've got weapons outside. They play good defense. I, I think that this, there's, you know, commanders will win this one and win it by 10 points. Oh, okay. Interesting. And, uh- one of the biggest games of the weekend is the Niners going into Pittsburgh. The whole talk around Kenny Pickett this year to improvement. We don't know what the time of recording of Nick Bosa signed his contract, and we won't really know until close to the game. Even if that happens, he's not expected to play a lot of the game anyway. Jeff, this is a huge game. It, you know, Pittsburgh are going to give up points because of how good that Niners offense is. Kenny Pickett, new offensive captain, going to have a lot of pressure on him. I just feel like, I don't know, I'm biased at this point, but I feel like Pittsburgh can get the job done in a close game, 34-31. For me, this is the game of the weekend. This is the standout game. It's on Sky Sports. Very intrigued to see how these teams play. I'm going to take I'm gonna take Pittsburgh too, Mike. And I, But I think 34-31, you're talking about 65 points between two good defenses. I mean, 
you, you look at the Steelers have outstanding, they play have outstanding personnel at every level of that defense. And the same thing's true at San, you know, with San Francisco. Now they've lost to Michael Ryan's, but again, it, the coordinator, coordinator loss is not as bad as player loss. And, and you look at both of these teams, even if Bosa doesn't play, are stacked on defense. I think this will be a low-scoring game in the 20s, and I also think it's going to be a game that the Steelers will win at home. I think it'll be uh, I think it'll be high. I, I think it'll be that rusty defense week one of the season. I I think Christian McCaffrey will have a good day as well. It's on Kenny to pick it up for them. Um, excuse the pun, that was really not intended. Deontay Johnson, Jeff, didn't have a receiving touchdown last year. He gets one this Sunday against the Niners. Uh, going into the late window as we is this going to be called your express pick show because I quite like it it's nice um, we'll leave the Beezer the game that in my opinion should be on TV to last first off Vegas at the Broncos I, I, I don't know what to expect from this Broncos team I don't know what to expect from this Vegas team this is the one game this weekend where I'm like what the hell do I expect I, I just don't know Jeff so can you please give me your well, I think I think your what, what can you expect from the Broncos? I think the Broncos will be much better. I think the Broncos will be much more balanced on offense. I think they'll protect Russell Wilson much better. I think you'll see them run the football and mix in play action. I think you'll see some of the creativity that you know we expect out of a Sean Payton offense. I think it's an opportunity for Russell Wilson to prove that he can still play. This is a you know big year for him. On the other side. I think the Raiders are going to be better. I think that Jimmy Garoppolo is a better fit for Josh McDaniels than Derek Carr was. The question will always be with the Raiders, can they stop anybody, right? Until they establish some defensive, you know, prowess, then it's going to be tough. You know, they're going to have to outscore folks. I don't know if they're going to be able to outscore Denver. Denver has, some, I think, really underrated defensive personnel. I'm going to look for the Broncos to win at home in a close one. I agree with you. I think it'll be a close game, but for me, it's a toss-up because you feel like you're going to either see an improved and regenerated sort of performance from Russell Wilson where where, where the offense gels better. They should have kept Albert Okawaganam and got him on the 53-man roster. They should have found a way, in my opinion, to have him start in week one, um, and that's not happening. I have a feeling that this, this is stinks for Broncos lost by a field goal against the Raiders. I, I don't know what it is. I, I'm really intrigued to see how Jimmy G comes out and plays, so... That's a big one for us. We've got nine minutes, my man. Nine minutes. This game is on Sky. Now, me and you, and you know, we, we, we have no say in what's on TV, Jeff, but Miami against the Chargers. Nice game. Miami going all the way out to LA for this game, and that could be a major factor on the basis of I like the way the Chargers can play at home. They've had the, they had the odd hiccup last year, but we're going to see Tua. We're going to see Herbert. We're going to see... The progression with both these teams, high expectations, and only one team can win, man. Who's it going to be? Well, Miami should win. They're the better team on paper. And, you know, I think how how quickly Miami's defense adjusts to Vic Fangio and his system. I think he's one of the outstanding defensive coordinators in the National Football League. Um, you know, they were a blitz every down team last year. You know, blitz happy team. I think he's going to bring some balance to that to that defense. He's going to understand with the three four how to get to the pressure, how to get to the quarterback with four guys. They got really really good personnel, and offensively, you know they're outstanding. They're they're a track team. Here's the issue with Miami: 
how do you keep your quarterback healthy? And that's the biggest key for Miami. If he's healthy, they should win. If he struggles, if he gets knocked around, you know, I think that's going to be the biggest key all year. You got to keep two on his feet. You got to protect him. And I think Josh, you know, Josh uh, will do that if if they can establish the run and throw play action and not put it all on Tua. Um, the Chargers are kind of like hiding out there in the weeds. You know, you, you got a great quarterback in Herbert. You got a great wide receiver. You got, you know, you got players. And they have always been that team that everybody looks at and goes, why aren't they better? You know, we'll see. We'll see. This is a huge year. I think the Chargers are in a year where they're looking at, hey, this is this is playoffs, or, or we're gonna, you know, we're gonna make some changes around this joint. So uh I'm gonna take Miami on the road. And and again, this is the easiest east to west trip Miami will ever make because it's to start the season. So they don't have they didn't play last week. They don't have, you know, that to worry about. They'll they they've been out there for a couple days. You know, again, it's not it's gonna be it's tough to travel east to west, right? But if you're going to have to make that cross-country trip, you want to make sure it's three time zones different. You want to make sure you're doing it before the season so that you have extra time to get on that, you know, climb ties to, the, to that time. Take the Dolphins. I'm going to take the Chargers. I think it'll be a high-scoring yeah, game. No, you know, it's amazing about you, Mike. You are, you are like a... You say you're a Bronco fan, but I think you're just somewhere in there. That light blue and yellow of the Chargers excites you in some way. And you are a closet. You're a closet Charger fan. It's hard not to enjoy Justin Herbert. I think he's unbelievable. He is class. We've, uh, we've got limited time. So let's roll through a couple of quickly here. Are we in agreement that Seattle are going to be the Rams? Yeah. I mean, like that's. Should. Should yeah. be the Rams. Should be the Rams. Seattle's a better football team. Uh, again, is let's see about Geno Smith too. That's what's going to be interesting to see. What is he going to be like in his second year? They've got good young running talent, improved offensive line, and again, we'll see about that defensive line. But I understand Cooper Cup is questionable for this one. So if he's not one hundred percent, you can double down on Seattle, in my opinion. Interesting start of the season for Balachek and the Patriots. Welcome in the Eagles. To Foxborough, Jalen Hurts, who is so motivated after what happened last season, coming in there, all the storylines. The Patriots have not improved on the offense at all. And I think you said it in the podcast about Juju. This is a huge moment for the Patriots, a big moment for the AFC East. I feel, Jeff, that the Eagles are going to go in there and put a marker down on them. And I am I feel it'll be a... It won't be close. And that's all well, I'll say. Michael, I agree with I, I agree with you. I think the Eagles are going to win the football game. I think they could win it by as much as 10 but again, it, you know, you're, you're talking about a guy that has defensive players and is one of the better defensive coaches in the history of the National Football League in Bill Belichick. What's going to be fascinating to me is going to be to see what Bill O'Brien on offense will be able to cook up with, you know, he's he's trying to cook for a banquet and they gave him, you know, some, they gave him some bad ingredients. He doesn't have much to he doesn't have much to make his make his dinner with, and I I think it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see what he does, but I just don't see how they have enough offense to stay with the Eagles. 
Maybe you could mix a wee bit of mayo into that as well. We've got three games to look at. You like that, Jeff? You yeah. like that? No. Uh, the game, in my opinion, that should be on Sky Sports, and I have no say in this whatsoever, is Green Bay Chicago. The, the storylines here, Jordan Love's first proper start for the Packers, going into Soldier Field week one. All the Bears fans believe in this is our time, this is our moment. What a game. And Jeff, I am taking the Green Bay football Packers. Jordan Love goes out and throws four passing touchdowns. <laughs> 320 yards. Back off. He's down there, buddy. I'm going to take the Packers too, but I'm going to tell you. Uh, oh, right, okay. To go to go into the, to go into Chicago's tough. I mean, that's a tough place to play. I, I'm I'm still not sold on Fields. I'm I I, I got to see more. I think the Packers have just a better roster, to be honest with you. And you know, if what we saw, and this will be interesting. I can't I can't say for sure. I know even if what we saw to Love in preseason was is an indication of what he's going to do this season. I think the Packers are fine, but like we said about Richardson, when you're a rookie quarterback or a young quarterback, you're not getting all the coverages, all the looks, all the disguises, all the blitzes, all of that stuff in preseason that you're going to get in the regular season. So I'm sure the Bears and Eberflus is a defensive coach. He understands he's going to have to confuse that young quarterback and make him throw it to him you know, to the wrong guy and, you know, stop the run. And, and, uh, but I just think that the Packers top to bottom are still ahead of where the bears are in terms of roster. There's your Instagram read, which I will make. Don't worry. Sort of that. You have to collab with us for that one. Two or three minutes left, two games, Dallas giants waiting all day for Sunday night, Matt life, both games, one of their football as well. Big storylines. You pay Daniel Jones, you disrespect, in my opinion, Saquon Barkley and everything he done for that team coming back last season. In my opinion, Jeff, against Doc Brescott playing for his life. Tony Pollard's now the RB1 officially. Oh my God. I'm taking Dallas by 14. I think Dallas go in and ride the wave and the New York media start pulling their hair out. And oh my God, it's going to be nuts. For me, Dallas wins this game on Sunday, Jeff. I'm taking the Giants. I'm taking the Giants because, number one, it's in New York, right? Tough place to play. You got to go on the road. I think the Giants have done an amazing job of, in one year, that Giant organization has done an amazing job of putting talent around that young quarterback. You know, they went out and got Isaiah Simmons this you know, during training camp, who was a seventh player picked in the draft a couple of years ago, and they got him for a seventh-round draft pick. And Wink, I think Wink, Dark, Wink, Wink Martindale will do a great job with him. Uh, this is going to be a fun one to watch because these are two explosive football teams defensively and two explosive football teams offensively. So whichever quarterback plays the best in this game wins. And I'm going to say that uh, New York, if they can protect him, this is the biggest thing. If, if Parsons is able to wreck the game for the Giants, it's going to be tough. But if they can make sure that they keep Daniel Jones on his feet, let him get through his progressions, I think that the Giants will win this one. I've missed this, Jeff. This is great. Last game, Monday Night Football. God help the bags under my eyes. God help the coffee pot. Buffalo, New York Jets. I'm going to call this the changing of the guard. Aaron Rodgers goes out and absolutely balls out. Monday Night Football, place going nuts. And Rodgers and the Jets and the offense 
and the defense makes a huge statement in the AFC East. And then on Tuesday morning, everyone's going, is Buffalo's window closing? Yeah, there, there's your storyline for the week. I have them winning 31-14. I think, I, think, I, think, I think the Jets are going to win the football game. I think there's too many. You know, there's a huge hole in the middle of that defense right now in Buffalo. Who's going to be their middle linebacker? You know, obviously that's important to them. They've got to show, Buffalo to me has got to show that they can effectively rush the passer, right? And that's been a problem in the past. You know, you've got to change your coordinators. Now the head coach uh, is going to call the plays on defense. And, you know, that I think Sean would tell you that's a really tough job to do, to manage the game, to manage your clock, to manage your challenges, to manage the, you know, uh, timeouts and call defenses is really, really difficult to do. I think that this is an opportunity for the Jets to make a statement to the world about who they really are. Um, You know, there's been a lot of hand-wringing in Buffalo this preseason about, you know, they have not performed particularly well. Uh, As a matter of fact, Josh Allen had to go into the game, the final preseason game, to try and get a drive together so that they had some confidence coming out of training camp. So I, I think I'm going to take this one. I think we'll be the Jets by 10. Well, Jeff, I'll tell you what, um, love the picks. I know we're going to do it all season long, maybe at least two episodes a week during the season could be three a week. Bring it on, man. Special guest. We're going to have the crack in Vegas. And before you know, it, we'll be in Vegas. So uh, got to love it. Got to embrace it. I wouldn't want to be doing this with anybody else. So looking forward to it. I know you'll be back over here very soon for people to get their tickets. Yeah, every every week, fans, you got to check in because right here on the Jeff Reinbold Show, we will make our picks, we'll, and then we'll break down the games for you post-game, right? So, again, you're going to get an awful lot of football out of us, and thank you so much. A big Mahalo Nui Law Forum, uh, 888 Sports, the official betting partner of the NFL in both the U.K. and Ireland and the official sponsor of the Jeff Reinbold Show. Aloha. Jeff, we will live Monday night. Let's do it. Let's do it, baby. Let's do it. Enjoy week one, folks. Enjoy your weekend. That's the last podcast for now. Chat to you soon. Aloha. Or mahalo or aloha, Jeff. Aloha. Aloha. Aloha.